Freedom Fairy merch is here! It's here! It's finally here! This has been in the making 11 years. Can you believe it? Well, now you can purchase a Freedom Fairy t-shirt. You can see the video. I unboxed the new design, the first ever design, on my Instagram. But it's a, it's a design I've been working on since I started it in 2020, revised it, all these things. So finally, three years after the design, <laughs> but uh, 11 years total, um, we got organic, 100% organic t-shirts, sizes extra small through 6X, unisex sizes. And I don't have them available on my website yet. But what you can do is message me on Instagram or wherever you are able to contact me. You can email through my website. What, however you need to reach me. Call me, text me. What is it? Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Kim Possible. Millennials. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> send me. First of all, you have to pay me, okay? Uh, $40 per t-shirt. And you can send that to my Venmo, my Zelle, my PayPal. Links are in the description of this. And once you do that, message me anywhere you can do it. Your size and your address. I ship internationally. And the price of shipping is included in that $40 price. Now, if you're a patron, you're going to get a discount. So just saying, but I hope you guys are as excited as I am about this and many more things to come. Sweatshirts, mugs, stickers, all the things, more designs. It's all coming, girl. So jump on. Jump on the first batch. Trigger warning, this episode contains references to unaliving yourself. This is a trigger warning for this episode. If you are sensitive to anything related to EDs, do not listen. Thank you. Friends, before we get into this episode, I just wanted to point something out to you all. If you are listening to this podcast on Spotify, Go to the Interact tab, and there I ask you guys questions that pertain to the episode, and I would love to get your feedback. I also post polls on there, so make sure if you're fo- if you like to listen on Spotify that you go to that Interact tab and answer my questions, participate in the polls, because that is going to help me be able to give you better 
curated content. And also, it helps me get to know you better and helps us all to feel like we're in our own macro magic community. So go ahead and check that out. Thanks.
prioritize my supplements. And then it gets into a whole thing of like, well, supplements, a lot of them are not even the best quality, you know? And then on top of that, they're usually expensive. So there's just a lot of layers to why I haven't been in favor of supplements in my own life and then also for my clients and people that watch my videos or listen to my podcast or anything like that. However, I have gotten into, I have been privileged enough to be able to have access to better quality supplements in the past few months. Um, shout out to Vitapod. Uh, I did a, I did a, I guess you would call it a collaboration, um, where I was able to receive supplements, um, My Kind Organic, which Alicia Silverstone, vegan macrobiotic queen, uh, that's her company, her line of supplements, and I trust Alicia, uh, I did my own research about these supplements, and I've tried them before, I've bought them with my own money. But um, when I did this collaboration with Vitacost, Vitacost.com, um, I was able to get a lot, a lot uh, more supplements at once, and I've been really enjoying them. Um, follow me on my YouTube and my TikTok and my Instagram more about these supplements specifically. But I've been really enjoying adding them to my life, and I feel like they're really helping me. Especially right now that I'm full force into dance, and that's a whole that's a that's the next thing I want to talk about. Um, dance, getting back into it. I'm really, really, really happy um, that I'm back back doing it full force, and I'm doing it the way that I want to do it, which is I'm not teaching. I'm dancing for myself, I'm choosing my teachers based off of, um, you know, my personal connection with them, because a lot of the time, I mean, I was lucky enough that my mom was very, kind of gave me control over my, where I went to school for dance and everything like that, my mom was really not controlling when it came to my, the way I learned dance and everything, she really just trusted in me and she kind of just followed through. I mean, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't get everything I wanted in my dance career, but my mom really supported me and really helped me out. Um, but, but I will say like, <clears throat> when I used to teach dance, um, I was lucky enough as well that, um, I was able to classes at the studio I taught at, and while I will say the studio I taught at is probably the best ballet school in the area, um, and my teachers were great, the quality, you know, my dancing improved, I received such good education and training, um, uh, it's, I don't know, it's kind of hard to say. It was kind of emotionally and psychologically difficult, these teachers, some perspective. So, um, and that might be because I, I also was in a 
employee, and I was also a co-worker, so there was more levels to this relate these relationships. But um, I'm just happy. I'm just really thankful that in this period, I just love my teachers so much, and they all bring different qualities because I take at different studios, and I just make my own schedule, and it's just great. And I'm just happy to be doing what I love. And um, there's a podcast. I'll link it in the description. This podcast about this author, I think he's the one that coined the term blue zone. Do you guys know what that means? It basically basically means um, like areas of the world where people are supposed to be like the healthiest and it's has different qualifications like the happiest people, the healthiest people, the people that live the longest, things like that. And he was talking about a lot, so many cool points, but um, he talked about having, like, enjoying your life, like feeling like you have a purpose. And you might have listened to me say before in different podcasts or um, content that I've produced, when I started dancing, I was extremely depressed, um, you know, had attempted to unalive myself already, but once we started dancing, it was like a flip, a flip switch, a switch flip, and I was excited to live, I was excited, I wanted to live, before that, I didn't really feel like, why am I here, like, what, why like, I, it just felt like such a miserable existence. And this is a lot to do with the environment that I grew up and in part, you know. I mean, I was a child, so, I mean, I will say lifestyle, but it's like I couldn't really control, as a child, you can't really control a lot. Which is how people develop uh, <laughs> eating disorders. So, anyway, um, yeah, so... So I'm just so happy to enjoy my life again. I mean, so many, my life has been getting, I mean, I think everything's like a spiral, a spiral of spectrum. You know, we go through hard times and we come out of it. We go through hard times and we come out of it. Different aspects of our lives become harder while others improve and things like that. But I'm just, this aspect, you know, dance, so awesome. Yeah, it's just been so awesome. And um, not saying that it's um, easy all the time, because I will say physically and sometimes psychologically, it's really hard, man, really hard, ballet is hard, man, ballet is so freaking hard, um, but, I don't know, I just, I just love the feeling, and the place that you go, energetically, it's just like, it's my, it's just, it's an escape. It's a meditation, 
brings so much joy. But anyway, so yeah, and not kind of still talking about that. Exercise, of course, dance is a type of exercise, and that's the main type of exercise that I've been doing. And this is the thing that people say all the time, and it's so true. It's like when you're doing something you enjoy, something physical that you enjoy, you don't you don't feel like it's exercise. I mean, even though you sweat and you get warm and your heart rate goes up and everything like that, you get stronger. It's like I think that's 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 such a huge part. Yeah, it's hard to think, oh, yeah, I need to exercise. It's hard to get the motivation if you're not already in some type of routine. But when you think, like, oh, I get to go swimming. Oh, I love swimming. Oh, I, love, I get to go to ballet tonight. I love ballet. I, oh, I get, I'm get. i going to go to the park and ride my bike. I'm going to take a hike on that cool trail. Like, you don't think of it as, like, exercise. You don't think of it as a chore. You just think of it as something fun you like to do. So, so that's how I think of dance, and that's my my main kind of, um, I mean, it's honestly taken over my life, which I'm not mad about. <laughs> I am not mad about. And one of my um, teachers, uh, when I first signed, when I first registered at the studio, you know, you have to fill out paperwork, and he's like, he's like, oh, did you already sign your life away? You know, he's just joking. He's like, did you? Like, did you already sign your life away? And I was like, yes, I did, gladly. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, so I'm so happy that dance has taken over my life again. But going along with that, I'm back at the gym. I think I talked about this. I'm back at the gym working out cross-training. Girl, we need to talk about cross-training. Um, you know, some people, working out at the gym is their main exercise. Some people enjoy it. Some people love it. Some people, it's like eating vegetables. You feel me? You know it's good for you, and so you do it. And that's kind of my relationship with the gym. Um, I really have always used the gym as a way to support my dancing. And in that way, in that way, that's, that's, motivates me to work out at the gym. That's, um, and when I think of it that way, like, when I think of it that way as this is supporting my dance career, this is going to make me a better dancer, I don't see it as a chore. I enjoy it that way. If, if I didn't have dance, um, I'm going to say maybe 90% likelihood that I wouldn't be working out at a gym. Seriously. So, um, anyway, so I actually posted a reel on my Instagram, kind of showing my routine at the gym, what I do to cross-train as a ballet dancer. But honestly, you don't, you don't, you don't need to use the gym to cross-train. You could use it um, as your main area of exercise if you want to. Some people love it. I personally, like, I could probably never, <laughs> but, um, yeah, but I've been liking to go to the gym, like, probably, like, one to four times a week if I can, usually, like, 45 minutes to an 
power. But then, and I do like um, some cardio, 15 minutes to warm up. I do strength training, and then I also do extra exercises um, to support specific muscles and things I'm struggling with in dance, kind of like therapeutic exercises, which brings me into um, my physical therapy. Uh, I talked about this on my YouTube channel. I've been seeing a sports med. I've been used, I've been going to a sports medicine doctor who I met through one of my workshops that I took. She's like, I I think she's very um, I don't know how to say it decorated. She's she's like uh, a a niche industry leader. She really knows what she's doing knows what she's talking about, and I'm so thankful that I'm working with her, and I see her right now, like, once a month, it's a bit of a drive to go see her, but um, I try to make the most of it, but uh, she has me doing a lot of therapeutic exercises, physical therapy exercises, which I have to do daily, and I try to keep it up as best I can, sometimes I'm not Sometimes I skip a few. Sometimes I. Sometimes I skip a few days. Um, sometimes I don't get through all the exercises. But yeah. Yeah. But the, okay. Driving with my GPS, so that's why I keep getting interrupted. <laughs> um, so, anyway, so the physical therapy exercises are taking over my life as well. Um, like honestly, just so much, so much physical therapy. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay because I, I have been feeling so much better. Um, I, I've had a history with back issues. I've had a history with back issues. And, um, yeah, my back has not been bothering me since working with this sports medicine doctor. Um, and, of course, it's helping me in my dancing. And, yeah. Um, and kind of going along. And, of course, like, I try to take a walk with Tom pretty much every day, um, just in our neighborhood, and getting out in the sunlight and the quote-unquote fresh air, because how fresh can the air be in Los Angeles? <laughs> the only time we really have fresh air is after it rains, because the, the rain kind of clears out the smog and all the pollution, and then, like, I mean, I could be wrong about this, but isn't it when it when it's windy too, it kind of blows away some of the um, you know bad air quality? I don't really know, but I just know that living in a big city, especially Los Angeles, is not the best air. But you know, do what we can. All this to say that 
I recently found something out that I think will really help you guys. And that is that there have been studies showing that 20 minutes of exercise is has the equivalent <clears throat> effect on your mental health as taking an anti-anxiety medication. So, <laughs> you know, if exercise isn't already something that you do, this might give you an extra incentive or more motivation to exercise. And once again, it doesn't have to be look a certain way. Experiment with all kinds of physical activity, friends. Or just remember, like, a time in your life where you were doing something physical and you liked it. You know, gardening. Oh, I would love to have a garden. That's one of my goals. Gardening is such good physical activity. There's so many benefits with gardening. You know, you're helping the environment. You're learning something new. You're working within nature. Like, there's just vitamin D in the sunlight, you know, depending on what you're growing. You know, if it's for um, aesthetic, you know, it's something creative and kind of like artwork that you're doing. If it's if you're planting like food, food kind of stuff, then you're supporting yourself to be healthier. You know, so it's like so many cool things about gardening. But you know, um, if you're already someone that that is pretty active. Think of it, think of this information as, like, even more, like, like, just to reinforce that you're doing something good for yourself. Um, yeah, I thought that was such a cool piece of information. And kind of going along with that, um, which, honestly, I need to work on this. Uh, well, so, before I, before I move on this next thing, but... Having that oxygen within your blood, that is what helps you have better mental health. Um, it's not, uh, it's a biological, biologically a way to indicate or to help your mental health. You know, there's, there's, of course, other things you could be doing. Some people like talk therapy. Um, you know, there's whatever that um, type of therapy where you move your eyes. I forget what it's called. But there's so many energy healing, like so many other things. But just like on a biological standpoint, when you have oxygen, more oxygen in your body, in your bloodstream, it's just a natural effect that you're going to have better mental health. And not only mental health, but it's supporting your physical health as well. So, um, yeah. So kind of going along with that, chlorophyll. Chlorophyll, chlorophyll, chlorophyll. Chlorophyll, if you guys don't remember, is kind of like the quote-unquote blood of plants. It's what makes plants green. It's, um, you know, it's found in every plant. It's what helps the plants, you know, receive trans 
transform sunlight into their own food. Chlorophyll, when we have more chlorophyll within our bodies, again, it's like oxygen. The more oxygen, the more chlorophyll we have in our bodies, the natural biological effect is that we're going to have better mental health. So eat your freaking vegetables. Eat your vegetables. Eat your vegetables. Eat, 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 eat your vegetables. Um, and like I said, this is something I need to even work on. Um, you know, but it's, you got to eat your vegetables. Um, uh, what, what else was I going to say? Oh, and something else when it comes to, you know, a health routine. Is something going on in Virgo? Because why am I so obsessed with health and routine? <laughs> Maybe I just, I'm just always obsessed with health and routine. Maybe because I'm a Virgo rising. I don't know. But anyway, maybe the moon is in Virgo too. I don't know. But anyway, so another thing I've incorporated into my life has been more gua sha and facial yoga. And kind of going along with this tapping. So if you guys don't know, I offer a weekly Jolene class, which I think it's going to rename it because I think people, part of the reason why people are not really, maybe uh, part of the reason why I don't have as many students as I maybe could is the fact that people like, what's Jolene? You feel me? So I think I need to name it something else. But we do tapping. We do 15 minutes of tapping every class, and if you guys don't know about tapping, it's basically, once again, comes from ancient Chinese medicine. Um, Westerners have rebranded it as emotional freedom technique or emotional freedom release, and it's basically what it, what it sounds like. Um, by stimulating different points in your body, you help yourself release emotional, mental, physical stagnation, blockages. So I've really been into doing that. Um, and also, like I said, the gua sha. If you guys don't know what gua sha is, it's basically a type of pretty kind of similar. It's like where you have some type of like flat tool. People call it like a slate. And it could be made out of a certain type of crystal, usually jade or rose quartz. Why are people so honky? I'm in a parking lot right now. People are so road rage. They need more oxygen and chlorophyll. Anyway, um, yeah, so the gua sha is like this flat tool. Oh my god. You know who is acting crazy? It was this post these poster workers. Who are they faking posters? Anyway. Um So yeah, so the gua sha tool is like a flat kind of little tool that you use mostly to um kind of massage your face and and one of one of the benefits is it helps your lymphatic fluid um, move. If you guys don't know, the lymph fluid is like your blood, except that it's clear. 
and it doesn't move on its own. Your blood naturally kind of circulates on its own, and of course there's things we can do to help our circulation, but um, the lymph fluid, you have to move it. And the thing about the lymph fluid, of course it goes through the, the lymphatic system, um, this is very important to do what you can to help your lymph fluid move, to help your lymphatic system, because this is where it's very easy to have health issues because your lymphatic fluid or your lymphatic system is not, um, is not circulating as it should. And I've talked about this on my uh, Patreon. I have a video where I talked about, I, I had a few issues last year um, when it comes to the lymph system. Um, and I'm just really enjoying incorporating gua sha to help my lymphatic system. Of course, other types of massage help too, like, um, you know, really any type of massage helps. But um, I haven't gotten, actually, I actually do get a shiatsu massage a few times a month. So that's something. Um, oh, yeah. Another thing, but um, I actually have to go to class right now, so um, I'm gonna have to end this podcast. But maybe I'll continue it later on. It'll be a different segment, or maybe I'll just record a separate podcast at a different time. But um, stay tuned. That's when we 
look and feel our best on all the levels, physical, emotional, spiritual, energetic, mental, all the levels. And um, especially using gua sha on your face, um, helping your blood circulate better, the nutrients in your blood are able to be better distributed. And this is especially important if you're concerned about your skin, if you're concerned about um, aging, and it's a whole thing. <laughs> it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. But talking about just the condition of your skin, friends, I understand. I understand. You've heard me talk about, or you might have seen my older videos, I had horrible adult acne. Relentless. I tried everything under the sun for my acne. And I even took Accutane, which honestly is not really supposed to be prescribed. <laughs> it was banned from being prescribed in the 80s, but for some reason, doctors are still prescribing it. I really don't understand. It's basically rat poison. I, I don't recommend Accutane. I do not. And uh, I have a whole skin journey on my YouTube channel. Um, it's a playlist. I can link it in the description. But you'll see why. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I understand, you know, the condition of your skin really affects. It's not the condition of your skin is not only an indication of your overall of your overall health, but it also affects you emotionally and mentally. A lot of people say um, because one of the big, big, big side effects of taking Accutane is unaliving yourself and a lot of people say well it's not really the medication it's the fact that you have such bad acne that makes you feel that way i would say it's both because i was already depressed when my skin erupted in acne but on but having to deal with a face full of pimples that was physically painful that was throbbing um that added a whole other layer to my depression and to my self-hatred. I had already been struggling with body image from my ED, but now on top of that, I had this whole other layer. Now I have acne. So I understand the pain, the physical and the emotional pain, when your skin is not in the best condition. I understand, girl. And a lot of people kind of, um, rag on especially women for caring about their appearance like it's such a bad thing to care about the way that you look and granted there's an extreme where um, I think it really is an issue but at the same time I understand because I have been through it in many different ways that when you have an over over obsession with your appearance that's, it's much, the issue is much deeper. <laughs> the issue is much deeper than you want to look a certain way. The issue is such a deep psychological issue. Okay. So, I understand that. The other thing that I understand that kind of goes along with it is aging. And once again, especially women, are 
usually more concerned or the issue is more targeted towards women about aging. And once again, I get it, girl. I get it, girl. It goes along with appearance, but it's a little bit different. Um, because sometimes when we obsess over our, our appearance, it's really not warranted when we're younger. It's real, especially when you're younger, girl, it's really not warranted. Because depending on what age you are, um, you know, you're a child. You're still growing. You're still developing. And across the board, no matter what age you are, it's much more important to be healthy and to be happy. So to be obsessive over your appearance is just, I forget which content creator speaks about it in this way, but they speak about it like, this is fake. This is an illusion because these beauty standards are just made up. And no matter where you go in the world, the beauty standard is going to be different. And if you just even look throughout American history or wherever you live throughout history, the beauty standard has changed. It's always changing. So it really is based in nothing. It really has no, it's just like a trend. It's just like, you know, like um, in fashion, like what's cool now? Okay, but next season it's going to change. You just have to know that. And so to not um, put such weight into into these beauty standards and to really just focus on your inner health and enjoying life. So when it comes to age, I do get it. I do get it because I am getting older and, <laughs> you know, um, especially in my family, age is such a, I mean, I think in my family, everything connected to appearance is way too, and still is over, um, over prioritized. Um, but even getting away from all that, even doing all the work I have done with my mental health and my physical health, you know, I am seeing signs of aging. I got my first gray hair when I was 25, <laughs> okay? Um, and, uh, yeah, I do notice a difference in my skin, and in a big part, that's because of Accutane and different things I did when I was younger that I wish I didn't do. Um, and, of course, you know, they say, like, 15 to 20% is genetics. But the majority is what you, your lifestyle, what you do, what you have done throughout your life. Um, and you guys have also heard me before, different content that I've made. I don't recommend um, all these, I don't know, I don't know what you would call them, I guess, trends that use lasers, electronics, um, chemicals, injections, different types of surgery, all that stuff I do not recommend. I do not recommend. I do not recommend. I do not recommend. And that's a whole other thing that I can get into. But by using gua sha, you're able to 
do your own holistic, natural, gentle anti-aging. Because you're moving your lymph, you're moving your blood, everything's circulating better. And going along with your lymph fluid and your blood is the energy, is your key, is your life force. And just like I mentioned with the blood and the lymph, the more that your life force, your energy is flowing, the more happy, the more healthy, the more beautiful. Your own natural beauty is able to come through. And it's not just your physical beauty, it's also your energetic beauty. Your whole sum of your qualities, the beautiful parts of you are able to come through. And it's a whole other thing because different parts of your face are connected with different organs and different emotions. You're actually also helping your <laughs> mental health as well. So I just have really been loving gua sha. Um, you can also use like those rollers. I've also used those rollers. Um, once again, they're usually made out of jade or rose quartz or clear quartz or amethyst. I've even seen like onyx. So um, yeah, but I, I've been, I actually bought my first jade roller years ago, like when I used to work at a holistic health center. Um, and then I, I was gifted the gua sha tool a couple of years ago. And I was, you know, I would use these tools here and there, um, but it was never really, I never like incorporated it too much into my routine. But now I just incorporate it more often. It's not like I do it every day or twice a day. It's just like I just do it more often throughout the week, maybe like three times a week or something. Um, and also kind of going along with that, I've also started to use the gua sha on my legs, okay, um, and this kind of goes along with the work I've been doing with my sports medicine doctor, because she uses, you guys know what Grafton is, Grafton technique, well, it's just tight, it's kind of like gua sha, but it's just more intense, it was developed in the 90s, I think, by a professional skier, and it, it's a similar concept to gua sha, but like I said, it's just more intense. And it's made, um, the tools are similar, um, and they're made out of metal. And usually a physical therapist or someone who, like a sports medicine doctor, would use these tools on you. And so that's, that's how I got introduced to the Grafton um, muscle scraping. And so... Um, I've been getting that done from my sports medicine doctor, but it kind of inspired me. It's like, um, this is kind of like gua sha. Maybe I can do a similar thing with my gua sha tool. So I started to do um, gua sha from my ankles to my knee and um, kind of coming up a little bit above my, my knee. And you can watch tutorials online, maybe... Um, I'll definitely do a class in my um, domain class. I'll definitely show, we'll, we'll definitely use the gua sha on our legs in one, one of our classes. But, um, yeah, I've really been enjoying that. Um, and let's see what else. Mm, 
I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, for the for the health habits that I've been incorporating lately and that might help you guys. If I think of anything more, I'll do a part two. But um, yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. And oh, oh my gosh, can't believe I forgot this one. <laughs> um, going to the beach. Yeah, I haven't been to the I haven't been going to the beach for years. It's so funny. You live in Southern California. Isn't just how it is? Like no matter where you live, it's like you live in a place. And it's known for certain things, but like, even though you live there, you just never participate in, or you take it for granted. So yeah, I took the beach for granted, and I never really went. Plus, I will be honest, the um, cleanliness and the quality of our beaches in California, especially in the LA area, aren't the best, if you can imagine. But since I've been going to San Diego, which is pretty much at the Mexican border um, to see my sports medicine doctor. I've been taking advantage of beaches there. And speaking of the lymphatic system, I recently learned from a, a lymphatic washa skincare uh, influencer. Uh, she did a podcast interview on the podcast called It's Your Limb. I think that's what it's called. I'll link it in the description. And I learned that by going into the ocean, your lymphatic system is being massaged. It's especially good for your lymphatic system to be in the ocean. And part of the reason is because of the waves, you know, the basically massage, quote-unquote, that the water is giving your body. And like I said, your lymphatic system has to be manually moved. It's not like your blood that, cir- that circulates on its own. You have to manipulate all through your skin to move your lymphatic system. But also, there's a connection because of the mineral content of the ocean water. It, Of course, it's coming through your skin. And there's a... Um, I forget what they called it, but like a chemical symbiosis. Like there's a, I, I, we talk about this in macrobiotics a lot, how the mineral content of the ocean matches the mineral content of our blood. And so that's a huge reason why miso soup is such a big deal in macrobiotics, why eating seaweed is such a big deal in macrobiotics why eating good quality salt, you know, sea salt, tamari, miso, um, things like that, why that's a big part of macrobiotics because it directly supports our blood quality. And when we have mineral-rich blood, disease and other imbalances, disease, cannot survive. So, um... Yeah, so in that same way, it's also helping our lymphatic system. I mean, I don't know the whole everything about it, but there is some similarities between our blood and, and our, or um, sorry, between our lymph fluid and the ocean. And did you guys know that the word spa is an acronym 
from the Latin, oh, I'm forgetting what it's called, but it's like a, the origin of the word spa means healing through water. And, okay, as a water sign, I'm a, I'm a Cancer with a Pisces moon, and I have um, multiple planets in Cancer. I'm just like, I really resonate with that. Plus, in the ninth star key, I am a one water. So I'm just like, oh my gosh, let me go back to the ocean. And it's like a different type of ecosystem than I'm usually used to. I'm usually used to, like, you know, the hiking trails near me, which is mostly, like, dirt and trees and bushes and, you know, that kind of thing. Birds and um, butterflies. And then also I'm used to, like, desert kind of um, ecosystem, you know, cacti and more dry environments. And then also, of course, like gardens with a lot of flowers, with bees. And, um, so being um, more involved with a different type of ecosystem with the ocean and sand and big rocks and all these little creatures and seaweed, there was a element of curiosity and like you know your inner child wants to learn and to explore and everything like that so I've really been taking advantage of going to the beach even though um the past couple months you know we're still in spring um transition from winter to spring well now it's obviously springtime but it's been kind of cold so it's been a little bit of uh taking your medicine going into that cold ocean when it's um, raining on and off here, but yeah, I've just been really taking advantage of the ocean and feeling the water and just connecting with that ecosystem and just noticing all the awesome details about the life and the different parts of that kind of environment, and then also, of course, like burying myself in the sand, um, if you guys know anything about healing earth, about clay, that that's, that is a remedy to bury yourself in the sand. So I've been doing that, and that's just a really awesome thing that I've been taking advantage of. But if you don't live near an ocean or a beach where the quality isn't that great, explore a different type of ecosystem or just explore the ecosystem around you, the environment around you. Connecting with nature, I tend to, even though I live in Southern California and, you know, we have pretty decent weather year-round, I tend to really connect more with nature in the spring and summer and, you know, the earlier parts of the fall. So really get out there. I mean, wear your sunscreen. That's a whole other thing. Actually, let's get into it. <laughs> okay, and so I've been, okay, so I've been taking care, you know, Speaking about skin and everything like that, um, yeah, I've been doing more sunscreen lately, and it's a whole thing. I'm not going to get so into it right now, but, you know, I don't want so many people today are so afraid of the sun. It's like, paran par I was going to say paranormal. <laughs> it maybe is paranormal, but it's like they're paranoid, and it's it reminds me of the same feeling that I would get when I was in my easy, like, oh, no, I can't have this type of food. Oh, I can't, like, all these 
really rigid rules I had about my food. I think people are the same way about the sun, and again, it goes deeper than, you know, people say they just don't want to get, they don't want to um, get wrinkles, they don't want to age themselves, but why are you so obsessed like that? There's a deeper issue there. So, I don't recommend... I don't recommend... I don't recommend using sunscreen with that vibe, with that mentality. I... But there is, obviously, some benefit to using sunscreen. And... There's, you know, whether you're a really white person, a really pale person, you get burned easily, obviously, use the sunscreen because getting your skin burned and putting yourself through pain is not, I don't think, good for you on any level. But then the other thing is, um, is uh, anti-aging. And depending on, you know, different people have different kinds of skin, different, different um, genetic, you know, you might, you might have, your skin might be more sensitive to the sun and wrinkles or or the sun and aging than other people. And this is, I also recommend looking up what type of constitution you have in Ayurveda. I am not an expert in Ayurveda at all. It is very similar to macrobiotics, but get into, look up what type of constitution you are in Ayurveda, because that can help you have more understanding about about yourself and what works best for you, or you know, just your journey, what could help you. as good for your skin. 
again, just like food, just like exercise, just like so many things, it doesn't mean it's for everybody. There's, it, it has to go with you specifically and your goals specifically and what you have been through specifically and your health conditions specifically. It's not blanket statement. That's part of the part of the misconception, misuse, misunderstanding, misapplication of macrobiotics when people don't have um, awareness or a good teacher or a good support system or, you know, a good counselor. If people just try to do macrobiotics by the book, it's probably not going to work, you know, or it's only going to do so much good, and it might actually do harm. So, um, yeah, so anyway, so also that type of figuring out my type of Ayurvedic dosha constitution also helped me to see that, you know what, I am a skin type that the sun tends to age or tends to affect in a negative way. Now, that's not saying the sun is the enemy and we should all stay inside and avoid the sun. Hell no. Hell no. I love the sun. As much as I can, I'm going to be in the sun, girl. Okay? I love the sun. I know that the sun gives so many health benefits. I believe the sun gives more health benefits than it doesn't. Okay? But we just got to work with it. And once again, depending on your constitution type, um, some people would benefit from wearing sunscreen more, from wearing a wide brimmed hat more. You know, it's just depending on you. So anyway, so anyway, so I've been trying to remember to wear sunscreen every day when I go out, when I go outside. Um, and wearing a hat, and I think that's pretty much it. That's that's the extent of what I do with the sun. Like I said, I don't limit my time in the sun. I actually try actively to get more time in the sun, but I'm just adding these extra things. I have been wearing hats a lot for the past few years, but I'm just extra diligent about wearing a hat now. And, of course, trying to wear sunscreen, especially on my face. The only time I wear sunscreen on my body is if I'm, like, at the beach or going to be showing more skin. Um, but, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. And, of course, trying to get the best kind of sunscreen that doesn't have chemicals, that's as natural as possible. Um, mineral sunscreens are really good. Not only are mineral sunscreens safer, but they're actually more, um, they're better at blocking harmful rays. Um, and especially if you're, if you um, are into surfing or you know anything about surf culture, if anyone would know about <laughs> sunscreen and the surfers, they use this um, zinc stick that's actually super, it's not like other um, sunscreens where it's just like a layer that kind of disappears into your skin and it's 
more like a chemical kind of sunscreen. And when I say chemical, I don't mean like harmful chemical. It's like that type of reaction. It um, protects your skin in that way. The zinc stick that the surfers use is actually a thick paste that kind of looks like war paint or like, you know, um, what the football players use. So it doesn't blend into your skin. And a lot of companies like color these zinc sunscreens so that you can be like artsy and creative. And especially surfers are, you know, tend to be more free spirits. So anyway, so these zinc sticks are more like a physical barrier between you and the sun. So it's not like other sunscreens. Just to be, just to remind you or to warn you, it doesn't blend into your skin. It's literally a stick. And um, like I said, there's different colors. You can be artsy and creative with it. But um, that's something I'm excited to try and get into. And that kind of goes into my last thing because I'm talking so freaking much. Um, my last thing is, almost last thing maybe, um, I really want to get into surfing. That's a goal of mine. I'm going to try to get into surfing this summer, especially since I'm spending time at the beach. Why not? I'm a California girl. Let me be a surfer girl, too. <laughs> so I'm going to um, take up surfing. And then I guess the last thing is just whenever you have free time, if you're so busy, which a lot of us are, just have a lifestyle that's just normally busy, but especially this year, the poetry year, this is a huge time of physical activity and just freedom and movement. Um, you know, I have been really busy this year, too, with my work and then also with dance, and there's times sometimes where I don't have time to take a nap. If I ever have time to take a nap, I will, even just 20 minutes, 20 minutes to two hours if I have free time. But even if I don't have that much time and I have a little bit of extra free time, I just set my timer and I try to just sit and breathe and do a seven-minute meditation. And that's something I've been incorporating more into my life um, to keep my heart rate <laughs> from going out of control because... Sometimes, um, you know, our busy lifestyle or things that things that we're working on, maybe um, they're exciting or they're scary or they're nerve-wracking. I think it's just good to take some time and just breathe, meditation. Um, Again, it's not like I do it every day, but I really try to. And, uh, oh my gosh, the more that I'm talking, the more I'm thinking. The other thing is, um, I don't know, man. You guys know I've always been pretty spiritual, but I'm kind of getting more into, dare I say, the Bible? Dare I say Christianity? <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, 
I don't know. I'm just I'm just getting into it and um yeah. Just using using it in my own way, you know, not um conforming to a certain organized religion or not conforming to a certain thing. Just exploring it more on my own because there are it's a whole thing. I could do a whole other podcast on this, but um, I never really got into the Bible. I mean, I did when I was younger, but I didn't really understand it. You know, I just didn't really get it. And then as I, as I got older, I became, I had more awareness about the organized religion aspect of it, and it, it really didn't jive with me. So I kind of stepped away from Christianity and the Bible. Um, and then I got into spirituality, I guess, kind of a little bit before my Saturn's return, and it was, most people will call it New Age, but I don't really think it's, that's just a label, I don't, and even that, all that stuff, I don't completely um, identify with or feel like it's true, but this is the thing, I believe all religions and spiritual practices have some validity, I believe that a lot I mean, I don't know all the religions out there, and maybe I don't know enough, but I think they're pretty much all saying the same thing. It's just a different way. And I think, yeah, all religions are awesome. I think there's so many things that I've heard about other religions or I've read about other religions or just people that I've met of other religions and spiritual practices that are just so cool. And I just kind of... Uh, pick things up and I just uh, create my own thing and I really believe that's how your approach to food and health should be that should be your approach to really everything honestly Um, but anyway so yeah that's another thing that I've been really enjoying (sighs) yeah especially like reading this is what I do this is what I do I typed in, I typed in on Google, um, Bible quote for depression. And I've been really loving to see, because it's just short little quotes. You don't have to read the whole freaking Bible. But you, but you just get these quotes. And some websites um, that I pull up will kind of explain the quote. And But honestly, I don't really read the explanation too much. I just see the quote, and if it resonates in my heart, then I'm like, ooh, I like that, and I just kind of, like, repeat, repeat those quotes in my head to myself throughout the day, and it just immediately lifts some weight from my heart, and one of the, one of the quotes, one of the quotes I've really been enjoying, which I don't even know, like, where it is in the Bible, <laughs> but, um, but it's, thy will be done, meaning, like, it's in God's hands, whatever, whatever, um, will be, like, whatever will be, will be, and so that relieves so much stress when I'm thinking about things that I want, or, um, if I'm doing something and I'm like, oh, I hope it goes this way, I hope it goes this way, or I hope this happens, I hope this happens, and it's stressing me out because I'm like, oh, my God, what if it doesn't happen? Like, <laughs> then I just think, 
thy will be done. It's in God's hands. So then it just really, it just really lifts that stress, and I'm like, okay. And I, it doesn't stop me from continuing to do the best that I can or working on my goals. It's just like it releases stress. You feel me? And it just um, goes along with so many other things that um, that I've read and that I've experienced throughout my life uh, with Christianity and just you know my own life experience. Like God does carry you. The universe, God, does have your back. And there really is no need to worry. And, um, yeah, so I'm just gonna, just gonna leave it at that. And, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed these extra health habits that I've incorporated. And I'll talk to you in my next episode. Peace. is made possible in part by the patrons over on patreon.com slash the underscore freedom underscore fairy where you can also sign up and become a supporter video versions of macro magic with michelle podcast are available for you to view on youtube on my youtube channel the freedom fairy If you're looking for individualized support in your holistic health journey, you can go to my website, thefreedomfairy.com, where I have macrobiotic consultations, meal planning, energy healing, astrology readings, and more. You can follow me on TikTok and Instagram at the underscore freedom underscore fairy. You can also join my Facebook group, Sacred Space for Sensitive Women. Think differently and live peacefully.